uh, I talked to Joe Judd about starting myopic books uh, over 30 years ago now, um, moving in several different places around uh, Wicker Park in Ukrainian Village, then leaving uh, to buy a farm, uh, start a family, and then come right back, uh, this time to my, my own neighborhood of Bridgeport, and uh, open a new bookstore called uh, Tangible Books, which has become one of the hubs of uh, my uh, social life uh, week to week. Uh, this is a great conversation, and uh, grateful to Joe for making this neighborhood better. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoy our talk. It's it's nice and cool in here. <laughs> Not cool out there. I I had to hang an art show yesterday. But, oh man! Yes, the hauling stuff back and forth was not fun. <laughs> but where's the got art show? done? Uh, on Damon, just north of Armitage in Bucktown. Mm -hmm. It's a, there's a poster up there I, I put up. It's below the handmade one. It's it's a place called Firecat Projects. Oh right, right. It's right. a it's a it's actually the the front room of a frame shop mm -hmm. called MCM that's been there forever. It's been there a long time. Right. Twenty nineteen North Damon. Yeah. 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 It opens on Friday. So, yeah, how, how did this whole bookstore thing begin? Well, we're going to go back to like the book of Genesis here. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is a long time, but I had hair and everything. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, I, I was a therapist. I have degrees in clinical psychology. Yeah. And I just realized I didn't want to do it. You know, I just didn't, that's not what I wanted to do with my whole life. And so there I was. Where were you working? I worked at uh, Ravenswood Hospital, which is torn down now, but. It was a good hospital, really good hospital. Where so was Ravenswood? Ravenswood was at uh, Damon and Wilson. Right. And okay. Yeah. 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 I, know. yeah. I can picture it. And yeah. a cool building. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was a great, great yeah. uh, place. And I and it was the hospital I really wanted to work at. Yeah. And I so I had it going on. Everything was. Had a, but I just didn't want to do it. I yeah. just realized that I just didn't want to hear. I just couldn't. I couldn't spend the rest of my life just sitting there with. What was it about? What was it that was missing? Like no, it's just, you know, I, I just realized that, uh, the, well, the truth of the matter was, is I realized that either, uh, you end up sort of having this, um, this sort of front or, uh, to prevent yourself from sort of becoming emotionally involved. Oh, to fall into their, their, their issues? Well, no, or? just, you know, you have all these, you have patients and so yeah. you have, you have like six patients a day. And, uh, you know, not everything always works out. Yeah. So sometimes patients, yeah. you know, sometimes people, uh, people they don't make commit it. suicide yeah. or whatever. And, uh, and you know, so I, I just thought to myself, like, I really don't want to kind of change what I, I kind of, your style or what I'm, mm. or, but I don't, and also I don't want to be really conscious of, you know, uh, you know, my influence on these people. And it just went back and forth. And I was like, you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be having to choose between dealing with people who really need the help or just deciding what I to go and go the easy route and just get some place out in the suburbs and listen to people complain about oh have your own office know. and like yeah I, did, I didn't really want to do that and I just couldn't so I, you know I just I didn't want to do it and so luckily my parents hadn't paid for college 
So yeah. I could just decide after you know six years of college do something else, and and so I just couldn't figure out what to do. How long did you do it? Like uh, four years, almost five years, I think. And 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 what time? What what years are we talking about? Oh, this is the in the eighties. In the eighties. This is in the eighties, and um, yeah. So I I couldn't think of what to do. So I thought, all right, what is it that you do when you don't have to work? Mm. Like what is what are your activities? Yeah. So I basically I had a really nice garden, mm-hmm. and where were you living? I lived over in uh, in uh, Bucktown. I lived at uh, um, Walcott and Cortland. Okay. They tore down the building and put up a McMansion. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's uh, a couple of blocks from where my art show is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bas- yeah, exactly. Just a couple of blocks south of it, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I li- I liked yeah. living there. It was okay. Yeah. And uh, so I just you know I'm sitting there in a room full of books, and I realized yeah. that well. You know, if I'm hanging out in bookstores yeah. and going bookshop, maybe I ought to just try having a bookstore. And what I bookstores did. did you like? Were you know, I liked, um, my favorite bookstore was Booksellers Row on uh, Michigan Avenue. It's a great bookstore. Yeah. They always had the the kind of books I wanted. Yeah. And I was into, you know, alternative building and gardening. And for some reason they had Where was books. Was Booksellers Row in the Fine Arts building? Yeah, exactly. It was, okay. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. yeah, it was a cool, cool yeah. store. And, uh... I just liked it. I just really liked that place. And there was a bookstore called Black Star Books that I used to like. It was really cool. They had a, oh, I wanted to work at this bookstore so bad. Yeah. And uh, they had a catwalk. Mm. And I think that that's what yeah. inspired the balcony at Myopic. Right. Was that yeah. I just thought it was the coolest thing to have right. this catwalk. And, uh, <laughs> and so there were a bunch of different places that I'd go. And so that I just put up, this is before computer, yeah. the internet, so I just made some... Uh, Little posters, and I said, you know, starting bookstore in the neighborhood, and put them all in, yeah. you know, around Wicker Park, and people called me up, and and I realized that I when I first went to go buy books from people, that I, I had no idea how to do this. I was just about you to know, ask, I did you know book, anything about no, book nothing, buying? Nothing. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I kept a diary of it because I figured, well, I'll just learn. Uh-huh. And you know, I can remember the first place I went to, and this lady, you know, convinced me to buy her old nursing textbooks which were worthless yeah you know and, but you know the what we what I did was I just realized that perhaps uh, I might end the whole thing might fall apart and I might end up with all these books so I shouldn't buy a book that I wouldn't be willing to read somehow mm. somehow so I might not buy might not uh, that's need a, a good book. strategy yeah yeah well I mean you might be stuck with it so. yeah and uh, so you know I might not uh, have to read I might need a book about you know, pregnancy. Yeah. But if I did, what book would I? Would this be the book <laughs> I'd really want? And that was just. That's always how I've just kind of gone about doing it. And then, um, how'd you figure out like what what you were gonna pay them um, if you hadn't nev- hadn't worked? So you'd never worked at a bookstore no. before starting your bookstore. No, that's amazing. No. <laughs> and uh, well, I just uh, I just I I uh, I figured that it was that. I was going to have to cover the rent and the functioning of the place. I was going to have to cover um, the book itself that I bought, and then my profit. So I just divided it up by three. So I figured I'd give the person a third of what I sell them for. Mm. Oh, a third. Just because it was just easier that way. Yeah. And uh, and then I uh, priced it so it would be a little bit less than like half of what it would be mm. new if it was like a new book. Yeah, and so, less than half, which, for, which seemed to be the yeah the standard thing. That's how people 
back then used to do it. And uh, it was pretty, you know, just easy. But, yeah, and then I, I we went, uh, I went, uh, I was looking at places and I, you know, storefronts. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a, a, a place called the Wicker Gallery in Wicker Park where, mm-hmm. where, where uh, Myopic is mm-hmm. now. And it was this guy who had an art gallery and the only thing that he painted uh-huh. was torsos of men in um, yeah, like that neon sounds about right. Yeah, That sounds about right. What, was what, what year are we talking? This is 80... Uh, uh, 89, 80, 89, 89. Something. Yeah. So it was a long time. And, yeah. uh, and you know, it was real cheap. Yeah. And so he was going out of business because people weren't buying the neon yeah. torso men thing. He had a super nice guy. His name was Michael. Yeah. And... Uh, and so I was like, well, you know, and it, it was like $650 a month. Uh-huh. And uh, so I was hesitant about it. And the and uh, uh, they had opened a record store over on the corner. Mm. It's a record store, CDs. And, and uh, I went in there and was talking to the guy, and the guy immediately didn't like his landlady. Yeah. So I thought, well, maybe the bookstore coffee and, uh, and, yeah. and record store thing it yeah. might work, and it would make my expenses in half. You always thought thought about having serving coffee? Um well or, they're or, the or place that? that had the records. Oh the records coffee. served coffee. And so we were just gonna have coffee. What and was the know, name of that okay. store? It was earwax. earwax. It was ear it was okay. earwax. It, it was earwax, yeah. okay. And so uh so I went and I signed the lease. Yep. For the place and uh we just started working on it. But it kind of fell apart because they uh wanted to have a cafe and I did not want to have a cafe. I didn't want to have anything to do with this. I didn't yeah. want to have I just wanted to have the bookstore, you know, yeah. record store thing and I thought we could just casually sell, but it turned out we gotta have sandwich, we gotta yeah. have that and I just it was driving me nuts. And uh so eventually I, I got out of that. Yeah. And uh took a place on Damon and Evergreen underneath this crack house mm. that was kitty corner from Quimby's. So Quimby's and I o- opened Within a day of each other, yeah. And Quimby's was on one corner, and we were on another corner. So, what year did you officially open over there? Um, it was I, in the night. It was nineties. Right? Oh, it had no? it's early. I mean, yeah. I think uh, I remember I, it was. Uh, yeah, early nineties. Early nineties, because I, I I know Quimby's because that Steve was in Boston in the eighties. I knew him mm-hmm. from Boston, and I know he ended up in Chicago. I was already in art school. I got here in ninety, so it was after ninety for sure. Yeah, I think Quimby's I open. think. Uh, yeah. As I recall, I spent my, I think I turned thirty, so it had to be uh, ninety-one. Okay. And so I yeah, think, that makes sense. I think I turned thirty when I first and uh, yeah. So Quimby's and I had a had uh, this kind of symbiotic. So you were on the east corner, like I was on the because uh, he's north. Quimby's on the what was south southwest. Yeah, corner. and I was on the yeah. northeast. Okay. And so yeah, that's been a bunch of different things that that corner. Oh yeah. It was a corner store for a bit. It was, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's some weird, bougie, like yuppie thing now. I don't is know. Is it? What. It's oh, like it's, a, it's like either either like a I don't know what some plant. I don't know what's in there, but like it's something weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a strange yeah. building. There was yeah. a. I mean, it was this big was yellow building. Upstairs. Yeah, it was a crack yeah. house. And uh, I rented the place from this guy. I swear, his name was Fat Tony, and uh, nice. And who was this huge guy? The character from The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, he, this guy. He was a character like <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was he was probably the most disgusting individual mm. I've ever known yeah. in my life, and uh, but just just cheap and just mm, nasty. Yeah. But 
somehow I convinced him to let me be. It was like three hundred dollars a month to, nice. to have the place. Yeah. And uh, I went in there, and he's like, "Oh, you gotta have to clean the place." And yeah. so I went in and I started cleaning. I realized there was a whole back room I couldn't even see because it was mm. junk. And uh, it kind of smelled funny, but whatever. Lots Had there been a store in there or something? There, it was a, it was an old. There was the pillow factory. They sold pillows oh. there probably three, wow, four years it, before. Yeah. It'd been, it had been. It hadn't had a business license in a while. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, it was just this insane place mm. that the floor was uh, partially concrete, and in the back it was wood, mm-hmm. but then it was broken up, and I couldn't figure out why. And uh, <laughs> it was just this big kind of mound of dirt back there. I couldn't figure it out. So eventually, I just built a riser in the back. Yeah. Uh, nice. But it, unfortunately. What it, what it turned out to be was uh, that there was a huge rat's nest in the basement. Oh, nice. And Which was part it, of the smell. Yeah. yeah. And it just... Uh, she had to battle the rats? Yeah. So I got cats, and mm. I always had cats there. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just a, it was just a crazy place. In the crack house upstairs, yeah. people would come in. Hookers would be yeah. showing up. And, and it was... Uh, and I... The hours were from 11... I think 11 in the morning to 1 o'clock at night. Uh-huh. And that's just, I stayed open bec- if people were there. Yeah, right. And back then, the neighborhood was, you know, there, was, there were people walking around. There was stuff going on. And, and for some reason, people were there. And you'd, you'd quit the counseling altogether? Or I had, you, or uh, what I did still, is I... You were still working part... I worked uh, 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 a couple days a week at night. Oh, uh, okay. And so, I, you know, I worked, had it worked out where... For a long time, I would work, and I would get off of work at seven o'clock, yeah. and I would go to the store, yeah. and I would uh, lay down in front of the door, yeah. go to sleep, yeah. and then when somebody came in, that's when I would wake up. Because <laughs> I thought, you know, if you're open at eleven o'clock and nobody yeah. walks in for two yeah. hours, you could have slept then. So who would come in? It's like, oh, it was just. You know, <laughs> it would be everything from neighborhood people yeah. to, you know, people who had been up. For days, yeah, you know, it was artist. Uh, yeah, a lot of artists lived there. Then. A lot of artists yeah. lived there. And eighties uh, and ni- yeah. early nineties families. Yeah. yeah, it was it was just it was just the craziest mixture. With the crack house upstairs, yeah. you always had that element. But the guy who ran the crack house, his name was also Tony. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was like a businessman. He knew what yeah. was up, so he liked the idea that we were moving. I was moving there. Because you were, like a, you were like a front. Right, exactly. <laughs> Literally. And like so, a, you know, he came down, introduced himself, and yeah. gave me his number. He was like, hey, if you ever have problems, you call me. Yeah. And, you know, I'm the guy. And so, all right, you yeah. know. And, and, it, and it was right. called Myopic right away. That was always the name? Yeah, or? it was always the name. I couldn't, yeah. I never could figure out a name. I'm bad with names. So I, I uh, didn't have a name, and I was standing in line to get the business license. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't have a name, and I was talking to some guy who was going to open up a restaurant behind me and yeah. I was like oh I want to have something like bar sighted and but <laughs> hyperbolic yeah. book sounded like some bad 70s funk yeah yeah you know, groovers of it so uh, <laughs> so he was like oh, what about you know myopic and I was like what about it that's cool and I was like wow that's really and I got closer to the and I was like yeah. all right we're gonna call it myopic yeah. and it sounded cool myopic earwax because we yeah. were together and it sounded made sense my eyes and ear and uh yeah, that was that was it. I wish I had a, a better. My epic earwax also sounds like some bad seventies, right. sixties, like when a flower power band, like you know, like right. people they're really into hallucinogens, and right? Like, and company, like yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> vanilla fudge or whatever, like, right? Yeah, 
Close. Quicksilver messenger service. Yeah. <laughs> All those kinds of... It had it definitely had that kind of like counterculture underground thing. Yeah. <laughs> and we... Uh, so uh, it was just my epic books first before... Or it was always my epic earwax? It was my epic earwax, and then when I left uh, earwax... Yeah. That, that's, that, uh, oh, so he, 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 he had the record store in on Damon with you, or no? He had no, the no. record store on Damon himself, and then he moved uh, to with me to the bookstore yeah and so it became myopic earwax yeah and uh and eventually when i left it was just earwax for years yeah right yeah spot and uh yeah and so it was uh you know but i i knew people in the neighborhood so it's it kind of became this place where people kind of met up yeah because it was open and it was uh uh you know the it seemed that aside from the bars the the neighborhood kind of revolved around the Copy Max that was open 24 hours on right. Milwaukee Avenue. I remember and, the Copy Max. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was great. And and the bookstore, because people, you know, we were open to one. And sometimes later, sometimes yeah. I could be there. Yeah. And uh, and it just kind of, you know, people, it, was, it was just a funny, it was a nice mixture of people. Mm. And, uh, and it was, you know, it was interesting. I always found it interesting. And people would come in with books. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was... Because uh, well, Michael Hernandez, he, he might have been yeah, around absolutely. back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were you would have seen him. Mm-hmm. Him, He had his partner that he had he did the art with, and then, and then I think they had a falling out of some kind. I don't think oh, they really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I met all Michael those people. The, uh, Thompson, uh, something Thompson, yeah. yeah they were like Hispanic, a team. Hispanic, right. A uh, uh, poet thing came up. Mm-hmm. We had this big thing. It was yeah. a Hispanic, and they would come in, and, you know, yeah. and they were... You know, they. I think for a while they were doing readings there, but he had a band. He had a punk band called the Cunts. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was in this band. I found that out when I was working at Bernice's. Really? Because he would hang, he hangs out there. Oh. He comes, wow. he comes around. Yeah, but yeah, he was with some other regular, and they had this punk band called the Cunts. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a CD somewhere. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. There were so many bands around that people would just play, and so you ended up knowing people. Yeah. Because people had. Uh, people were living in the, the Flatiron Building, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, people lived there, and and, uh, and there was like this art community going on. Yeah. And you know, it it was uh, you know, I I I didn't really do anything except for stand there. Yeah. I mean, so I how how full did the, did the books? What did the first bookstore look like? Did it look the like that? Like. Oh no. Because you hadn't you hadn't started building the shelves yet, or no? Yeah, when uh, my uh, father, who was a carpenter, we built the bookcases. The first we built one, the yeah. uh, we built the counter at Earwax. Then mm, we built that. Yeah. We built uh, um, just all of that, and, and you know that's how where we kind of worked out the, the bookcases, like yeah. how big they should be, and we right. tried different things like having paperback, you know, bookcases and blah blah blah, and yeah. all these different sizes and movable ones and. And so, where we came up with the standard eight-foot bookcase that we have yeah. now, that you can, that's three feet wide, that you can turn over, and it, all the books seem to fit. Yeah. And so, if anything, every time I move, I kind of turn the, make it the top to bottom. and the Sure, bottom. yeah. And Like uh, rotating. Yeah. It's like rotating your mattress. Right, you know? exactly. Flipping it, yeah. And uh, <laughs> to make it so that they didn't have backs on them, yeah. so you could see through. Yeah. Because... Especially when you have, or you're underneath the crack. It's modular, so you can you can keep moving right. stuff to readjust. Yeah, as the and stock comes in. 
and we had I think I had about five thousand books is what mm. I started off with. And it was that was just visiting like little old ladies and stuff. Or you where know, did you I, get them? I would go. We, I would look in the reader because the reader had all this huge one is. Yeah. And I worked at night. Yeah. And so I would look at all the uh, the garage sales that mentioned books, mm. and then I would yeah. plot it out on a. On so a, you take a big a trip, like on a yeah. Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then that's why I had a, a friend of mine, and I would just drive around, and that's where I would pick up stuff, mm. and uh, and that lasted until I opened the store, and then once I opened the store, then it was just the books that came in because I realized that that's that people bringing in books, that's what people were reading in the area, and yeah. since it was a new store, I I uh, really wanted to have the the neighborhood kind of support it. And to yeah. do that, you have to know what people are reading. And to do yeah. that, they'll come in and tell you, I can't, I, I, you know, I, don't, I have degrees in clinical psychology. I don't know yeah. that much about books. But if, right. I didn't know anything about sci- uh, sci-fi. Right. So somebody comes in and asks, then you have to ask them. Like, so what's the sci-fi authors I should have? Mm. And people would love to tell you whatever it is. So in the, in the first location on Damon, were you always just like the only employee? Or, or um, did you take on somebody else? Eventually, I had uh, some friends. I had a couple buddies, yeah. and I'd have them be there for a couple hours while, uh, you know, either I'd gone to work because I had to, you know, I'd start working at yeah. 11 or something. Yeah. And uh, and then it became, so I'd be like, pay people cash. And, yeah. And, uh, but it was mostly just me. But then I, it ended up there were like uh, two guys that would yeah. help me out. And then we, and then we had a, a, a girl, a woman named Kim, and, uh, and it was just, uh, yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, if they were, it was really nice that I had people like that mm-hmm. who understood the place. Yeah, you know, who were winning, and and people who, you know, you learned how to be a boss. I mean, you had to learn mm. how to. And they were people who were nice and patient, and people. Everybody was kind of open, and mm. you know, it wasn't. There was no crazy ego thing. So, you know, I mean, I had I've learned. When, during the heat wave, we were talking about the heat wave. Yeah. So during the heat wave, you know, we didn't have air conditioning. So at a certain point in Chicago, people wore less and less. So yeah. you just, I would be in the bookstore with, you know, just like no shoes on, just people. a pair yeah. of shorts. Yeah, yeah. And then Kim is like, well, hey, how come you guys, yeah. I got to wear a shirt. And, you know, it was a valid thing. So then we had shirts on. It was a valid thing. Yeah. Which I never really considered, but of course. I didn't I didn't consider it. Yeah. There, was a, there was a point... Actually, when I had this years ago, where I ended up, where I, I had I had went, men and women, girls and guys working, and I ended up paying uh, guys a dollar more because I had them do all like the physical stuff. Yeah. And man, these uh, the girls, <laughs> you, man, they just you got they, read the riot act. Oh man, they, they just and you know they had a complete valid point, and where yeah. in the world would I get off? And I, you know, uh, it's something I, for some reason, and it came up. But yeah, they so they set me straight, and yeah, eventually, I, uh, uh, the almost almost all the time, the people who managed the place were women. That women yeah. were running it, and uh, you know, so you get you get you learn that stuff. So, learn. what year did you move from Damon to Milwaukee to where Myopic is? Well, it not, like, uh, did it, it move somewhere else? Between? Yeah, it went from uh, Damon, Damon and Evergreen to uh, Division. And so we were on division for, oh, uh, yeah, it was on division and uh, um, uh, right down from Wood. So mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, we were there for a while. I think I think that place Noir or something's there now. I can't remember. 
But yeah, uh, it's like a clothing store. It's like a clothing yeah, store. Yeah. yeah, that was the place. And so we were there, mm-hmm. and there was an empty lot next to it. Yeah. And so I took over the lot yeah. so I could have a garden because I liked mm. the garden. We had this massive yeah. garden, and yeah. and the, but yeah, and, and I ended up having the I used the basement down there, so it really it got much bigger. Yeah. And so it got, you know, we had about thirty thousand books, and and that <laughs> same thing. It's it kept on going. We would have music on every Sunday yeah. night, and it was yeah. the chess night, and yeah. they had uh, um, people want to do experimental music, mm-hmm. so they yeah. people. You know, as long as I didn't have to run it, it was fine. <laughs> so people would, you know, they would. I'd let people do all kinds of things. Yeah. You know, it was it was an interesting enough neighborhood where people were. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you knew. I used to have uh, music on Sunday because I was open, only open until ten on Sunday, and yeah. I didn't get to see that much music. So it was people, yeah, bands so from the yeah, so sure. the girls would play, and all kinds <laughs> of people would play. You know, math and yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just tons of... And now I think about it, it's like, wow. Basically, I was having these people play for my own enjoyment. But sure. it was fun. It was just fun. We well, would, And when we were on Damon, we would... Quimby's and I would periodically have parties. Oh, really? And so we would have... There would be a keg of beer at my place, and a keg of beer at his place, and some band would play at his place, <laughs> and then... Well, another band was setting up, you know, would set up after that one. This other band would play at my place. We'd go back and forth. And it was just a... Uh, so what? So what year did it move to Milwaukee? I I think it was about, uh, and then after and after a division, yeah. then it went and we moved to the next to the Bongo Room on Milwaukee. Oh really? Was, yeah, and we were there for three years, and then it moved back. So I think, as I recall, it uh, it, it was a good. Uh, uh, it had to be um, twenty oh. 2004 so I mean it took a long time it took me about 14 years to move back to the place I originally started 2014 when the bookstore it's probably yeah because the earwax moved across the street at a certain point yeah and I took the building yeah I have a painting of the old earwax on the Milwaukee in the original space from about I'd say 97 98 or so yeah Uh, the front room was, was the cafe yeah uh, I, I have a painting of that. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't have the actual painting. I have a scan. Uh, somebody bought it a million years ago. But uh, yeah, that that cafe had possibly the worst service I've ever oh. I've ever seen. I got into basically a screaming match with this like aspiring cartoonist girl because she wouldn't get up and refill my coffee. Like she, it was such attitude, and it was all from from the down from from the ownership because that 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 right. guy was like. The worst, the worst. Yeah, like as a as a <laughs> service industry, like for a service yeah. industry, he just did not get it, and he hired people just just as angry and like passive aggressive as him. You know, like yeah, it was, <laughs> it was uh, horrendous. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we weren't on speaking terms. They 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 owed me a, a bunch of money, and so I'm not they bought out my half of the cafe, but they just yeah, just a dude. Uh, I just got to tell you, we're just not going to pay you. So they started up the the video thing did well right. for them because the yeah. video market was going you know yeah. DVDs yeah then they yeah and they installed they yeah so for the upstairs yeah. so they're gonna have videos upstairs yeah but they uh, and so they had a yeah they put a, a stairway to go upstairs but apparently never got permits for it mm. so then when I took over the the space the city came in yeah and wanted to know where the when I built this, I was like, I didn't build this at all. It was really nicely built. When you came back, you said yeah. you're saying about 2014. Yeah. That so was, they uh, was that late, huh? 
Oh yeah, it was. Wow. It was. Yeah, I think I was there. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was probably fourteen years later, so it had to be. Are you twenty old? I can't remember exactly when it was. I think but, it, uh, it may be a little bit earlier. It might be earlier, because Cause, uh, yeah, because yeah. what? Because when did you sell? You sold it. Uh, what's her, what's her name? I sold it like twelve years ago, and so uh, yeah, twelve years ago would be, yeah, twenty eleven. Yeah, yeah. So if you sold it, the, in and I had owned it for twenty years, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, and we had moved there. I think we moved there about three years before I sold it. Something okay, like so like two thousand and eight or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember you in that space, like there, when when it was just the bookstore again. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was and uh, Jr. was already was working there, and the Alice uh, people. Yeah, we would we hired Jr. because uh, um, he kept getting good books. Yeah, and so we, so uh, <laughs> you you know it was always we had I had a bunch of employees, so I was always kind of conscious. Well, yeah, of, John Swick. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were. There's yeah. some crazy, crazy people you had working. With. Oh man! Some real characters. Yeah, but yeah, I had crazy a, Ed, Ed, of course, who's still there. You know, still like. there. <laughs> yeah, when you realize, yeah, there were just some people. I at a certain point, I didn't hire people. I would have the the man, whoever was running the place, I yeah. would let them. Yeah, and uh, it was always funny that who, whoever I had running the place would get people working. Yeah, that looked like them. Sure. I yeah. swear to God, I swear. You know, and I wouldn't notice it. Yeah. But you know, this uh, I I had a, a woman running it for a while who, you know, she was kind of just one of those uh, kind of, you know, shorter thin girls. It was like you know yeah. they had the, you know it's like the you know, kind of big head, small body, yeah, kind of running around that kind of look. <laughs> yeah. And and next thing you know, there's like a bunch of those people. And then you know you get some other person comes and 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 they people would. I, you know, I didn't notice until somebody mentioned it one day mm-hmm. that, oh, how come, you know, all the yeah. people, have, it kind of changed. And it was like all these, like, uh, different kind of people. Yeah. And I, and I was like, wow, maybe that's true. And I looked at a picture of me when we had the place on yeah. uh, on a uh, division. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of me with these two other bald-headed guys, like yeah. me, eggheads. <laughs> and this other, and you're like, well, maybe there's something to that, you that's, know. That's maybe there's hilarious. something to that. Well, I know, yeah, I think that's like an unconscious thing. Uh, I know, like, when people start drawing, say, mm-hmm. and they draw like a person, the person will always t- tend to be like that. Like, right. they start really looking at, like, yeah, it it always ends up like a self-portrait. Like, right. And they you can't know. help it, like, until they evolve, until they're actually conscious of it. Right. And they start looking for at what, oh wait, yeah. yeah, because you just model it after, yeah, you, you just think everybody's like you, or, right. like, or whatever, or, you know, I would be like, I can trust this guy, yeah, look you at, know? yeah, that that's a great looking yeah, guy, I can trust <laughs> this guy, I can hire him, and we, uh, yeah, and I would, we had clippers at the store, and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd shave people's heads for free, oh, that's and, funny, because, uh, I don't, I don't, just alone those services. So you, you didn't make Jr. shave, did you? <laughs> no, I never made job. anybody. But if somebody would say, you know, I, maybe you want I'll, a job here? This is the look. Got to do it. And uh, yeah, and it was like bald-headed guys, and then this one guy named Sprite, this little anarchist uh, punk rock guy oh, yeah. with piercings and everything. So it was yeah. like all of us, and then him. Yeah, and he was super. super they were super nice people. That's people. that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, but but yeah. it was it. Yeah, and it changed. You know, every time you'd move, it would change. Every time you had a, a different manager, because it's how they sort of want to have it. Yeah, I didn't necessarily want to 
I already knew. I already had the basic idea. So people, you, know, you got to let people try stuff and do stuff and manage it. You know. Yeah. So I, the, that the, that neighborhood changing so much over those years. Yeah. It changed so much. Yeah, it would change to the point where at the end we couldn't be open till one because it was just drunk guys and it was, polo yeah, shirts. It was a, it was a party zone. It right. Was like a, right. And it made no sense, zone, yeah. which was sad because part of the part of it was like, who's going to show up at a bookstore at twelve o'clock at night? Yeah, I like so, I liked it being open late. Like yeah. a bookstore, that's unusual because most bookstores will close at like eight or, or something. Right. Which now they do, like, yeah, my my epic and now this, you know, now yeah, places are close early because that's because the world has changed, you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'd be open to one if. if uh, People came in and in in this place, like I'm open. If people are here, I'm open. Yeah, I won't I won't kick people out. That's not, you know, that's a, but it's a different. Yeah, you know, I would have everything from, and then once people figure out that there's a bathroom there, then you get all the people who are cab drivers and you get yeah, it's so, like, yeah. Well, yeah, when I was a cab driver, I, I had like a mental map of the city, mm-hmm. every accessible bathroom there was anywhere. You know, like yeah, because I was I never did the in the bottle thing like a lot of them do you know like I, I couldn't do it yeah uh, I, I'd, I'd, I'd have to duck into an alley every now and then when it's an emergency but like uh, pee in the bottle I couldn't do it yeah uh, yeah yeah I, rem- I remember for the longest time that's funny that myopic the no bathroom the no bathroom thing goes like way back well the like, no bathroom did thing, you start the no bathroom yeah well what, people shooting up or whatever was that no a, it, uh, what happened was <laughs> is uh, people uh yeah, we you know you're always having problems with the bathroom. I know Urbis Orbis had the pro- people like getting caught shooting up all yeah. the time. Yeah, and then, yeah. then there's blood and then the OD, the and, and then the, the yeah. paramedics have to come and right. Yeah. And then the paramedics you know don't necessarily want to. Yeah. Then the police come yeah. and they're like, "What yeah. are you then allowing these people down, to yeah. do?" And, and you're like, "You know, I just yeah. I had no idea. They just came in." So what do you have right. like a last straw? Like well, what happened was is that then you had the people who would go in and they would. Uh, destroy the bathroom. I, I don't know why people yeah. felt they had to sit on a sink or, yeah, or, or they smear would shit uh, on the wall. Or yeah, right. yeah. Cut the cut the lines and yeah. the water lines and come out and say, "Oh my God!" And that's what yeah. they could steal from you. And yeah. we used to get robbed every six months. And yeah, but the big kicker was was uh, yeah, people uh, kept uh, they kept destroying the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then we had a key to the bathroom. So it was there just a key? Yeah, you yeah. had to have a key to get in. Yeah. And then the uh, uh, people would steal the key, and after yeah. so much, and we had the key. First oh yeah, we were like talking about this the other day. The yeah, the, the, chess the, guys. The, the chess guys stole the key, right? right. <laughs> and then we, we had this thing on like it was like uh, wrapped, and then we had it on a paper bag, yeah. you know, with chain to it, and then it was like a bigger. But that was like this enormous dictionary, yeah. like you really had to kind of lug around, and uh, and they'd steal it. They'd yeah. steal the key, and you know. And then, and you know, get really upset. And I was like, you know, we no longer have a bathroom because yeah. I'm not going to keep doing this. And on top of people destroying the bathroom, I was like, you know, we don't need to have a public bath. There's no, we don't serve anything. Yeah. We don't have to have a public bathroom. And right. uh, and you know, there's tons of places around there to go to the bathroom. It's it's uh, for sure. Yeah. So what what was the decision to to sell myopic? How did that come about? Um, I had. Uh, um, I got sick, <clears throat> and I was in a hospital for a year. I was just, uh, I ended up had, uh, getting 
this really rare thing called Kleipel Truinary Syndrome, which is super, what, super rare. What is that? And it's, uh, it's uh, when you're uh, in a certain part of your body, your veins and your uh, arteries and your bones have just start having this growth. They start growing. Uh -huh. So I got it on my uh, leg, on my top of my thigh, mm. and I just... Like, I, I just thought it was weird. I couldn't put on my pants after a while. Mm, and I, and yeah. I was like, wow. This, and I was having trouble kind of bending over, it seemed yeah. like. And I went to see my uh, doctor. I have epilepsy. Yeah. So I go see my yeah. regular doctor. And I was like, you know, it sounds really crazy. Yeah. But I swear to God, I'm, yeah. I, think my, I think my leg's growing, yeah. growing out. And, and, uh, and he oh, was a great doctor. And uh, he said, oh, you got to see this guy down the hall. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And I walked down the hall, and there was a guy uh, in there who was yeah. packing up the office. Mm -hmm. And I was said, hey, I'm looking for this uh, doctor. And he was like, oh, uh, what is your name? I explained to yeah. him. And, and he uh, says, well, let me take a look. And he's Dr. Baranuski, Joseph Baranuski. Uh, Polish guy? Polish guy, yeah, yeah. 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 And so I was like, all right. And he looks, and he says, mm -hmm. oh, my God. And I was like, what do you mean, oh, my God? <laughs> I was like, I think, you know, I'm like, what do you mean? Oh my God! Like, you, they have to tell you not to say "Oh my God" in like the first year of doctor school, right? I got it. They must. Oh my God is never. Oh my God, good, that's like, never. That can't be a good thing. Right, right. And so he explains to me. He's like, "Well, you know, you have this really rare thing, yeah. but uh, he's like, I'm one of three people that know how to do how to take care of this. Wow. But the choice is, you either uh, amputate your leg, mm -hmm. or." Uh, you just let this thing go, and eventually you're just going to die of a heart attack. Some, oh, okay. Or uh, we do this series of uh, 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 chemical burns. Uh, and so what they would do is I would go in, uh -huh. and they would tie off arteries and veins. Uh -huh. And then they would inject it with uh, alcohol, like pure alcohol. And then it would Jesus. dissolve, and you would have these chemical burns. Uh -huh. And I would have... And then they would... Cute burns, like yeah. you know, the size of your hand. And then... Uh, um, and that would scab over, stink, it would really smell yeah. really bad. And then I'd have to go and I'd be there again, and they would remove the thing. Yeah. And then I would wait a couple of weeks and then give me another one. So I had So is it a tumor? I mean, no. like, it's, not a, it's not cancer. No, not cancer. Okay. It's a, something that he... As he I mean, cancer is a catch-all. Ca cancer can mean like yeah. a million things, but... Yeah. It's just a super rare thing huh. that most of the time people who have it are... Uh, Girls from Eastern European, interesting. And, and I was like, they don't, not, they don't know how to trace. It's not, it's not a genetic. It's a yeah. It's not, nobody in my family has. It's just yeah. this crazy wild thing. So for it, that's what you're dealing with for a year. Yeah. So I was in the hospital yeah. for a year, and so yeah. I, you know, and it was, uh, I was just gone. Nobody yeah. saw me, and people, I had other people running the place, yeah. and and uh, I and I had to learn how to walk again. I had mm. this whole thing. Yeah. And I came out, and I wanted to. I always wanted to have a farm, which is the yeah. point of the bookstore was to have a bookstore for a while and mm. have a farm, which was I just wanted to have a farm and I wanted to do that. And so, I uh, uh, I got a call and from the doctor who said yeah. that you know there were I could come in if I wanted cosmetic surgery, but he didn't think it was necessary. I was like, mm. no, yeah. no, no more. No one. How many people look at yeah. that part of your body? And I and I decided to go buy a farm yeah. and uh so to do that i was going to I, I knew i was going to have to sell the store and i was you know i'd had it for 20 years right so you're, you're ready for a change yeah. that stuff's and that's what you went to arkansas and i bought it? a farm in arkansas yeah and uh and, how did uh, you choose arkansas 
Because what I did was I looked at, I wanted to be within 45 miles of a university, and I wanted to be within a national forest. Mm -hmm. So I had this big map, and I would uh -huh. go on vacation all these different places. I went to Texas and Tennessee. And Scouting out. Yeah, yeah, all kinds of places. Huh. All kinds of places. And, uh, and Arkansas was, I went to Arkansas, and I knew a couple people who lived there. They went to the University of Arkansas. Uh-huh. And it was beautiful. It was just really beautiful and was really inexpensive. And I bought it. I just bought this. I bought the farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was literally, cheap. literally yeah. not figuratively. Yeah. Luckily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then so then I had the farm in the bookstore. You bought the time. farm since you did, you hadn't actually bought, bought the farm. The farm right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh, it was uh, and it was just you know it was like 113 acres and yeah up in the. What did mountains. you do? Like what did you grow? Um, I had uh. uh I grew uh, like vegetables, vegetables yeah. and yeah. and I planted fruit trees. I had greenhouses. I made greenhouses. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I mean, it was just I would plant like hundreds of tomato plants. And yeah, hundreds of pounds of mm. of uh, potatoes and thousands of head of garlic yeah. and peppers and flowers. I mean, just everything, everything. And I would sell stuff at the farmers market. So what what are we up to? Like twenty thirteen, fourteen, fifteen? Like. Yeah, and I somewhere I, in there. Yeah, I guess uh, I sold it uh, like eleven years ago, twelve years ago. So, yeah, that's when I sold it. But I had spent. What happened was, and then I had to. Uh, so then, when it came to fix to uh, selling the store, yeah. I had to come, come back, back to Chicago yeah. and get everything straight. And it yeah. turned out that the person was managing it was right taking money from me, yeah. and so then I, I had to make sure. I remember hearing about so, that? Yeah. And by that time, I had met a woman from Connecticut. While I was in Arkansas, and uh -huh. we got married, yeah. And I'd never been married yeah. before, so I was in my forties, and I got married. And then we had a baby, yeah. and so <laughs> instead of being on this beautiful farm, we were up in Chicago because I had to straighten everything out. So we lived here for <laughs> up here for the last year and a half, which yeah. is fine. You know, yeah. it was nice. It was, you know, I have a, a, another daughter. My stepdaughter was, yeah. I think she went to fifth grade or sixth grade here, and which was mm. nice. You know, yeah. you go from the country, and she. Yeah, you know, didn't skip a beat. She was like some yeah. city kid all of a sudden, and yeah. it was funny. It was just it was it was a uh, it was a uh, it was nice. It was uh, yeah. it was a nice time. But then we I sold it just because I wanted to have my kids and I have, yeah. wanted to have a farm and it wasn't it was no uh, so nothing family, bad about it. You know, the whole family was in Arkansas. Or yeah, like, so then we moved to Arkansas and we lived there for um, like six years, five six years, yeah. and then moved to uh, central Illinois because it just got to the point where my wife's from Connecticut, I'm from Chicago, we're not southern, so there's yeah. certain things, especially when you're in a rural area, that... There was a culture clash yeah, situation. Yeah. yeah, And you don't notice it yeah. because I'm really white. Like, I yeah. look just like those people. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just yeah. like them, you yeah. know. And so, that, but then uh, at, I owned the place when Obama became president mm -hmm. and... These people went crazy. Like they yeah. were crazy. They were like hanging effigies from trees and, and sure, just like, yeah. like I had no yeah. clue. I just had you know, I, I obviously just had ignored stuff, you know, and when people would try to Well say yeah, you some were raised joke, in the city, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when people would say things it would either fly, fly over my head or I'd be like, yeah. Ah, these are old guys and but then, you know No, that's letting like, that stuff that's like go. half this country. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, Maybe yeah. more. I don't know. Like, yeah. 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 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, and if, you know, it's, uh, people would say crazy things like, well, I, I, I've been to Chicago, but it's a little too dark. Yeah. And, I, and I'd be yeah, like, yeah. it's, I would like, no, it's not. Like, New York is dark. Like, Chicago's made up of two flats, three flats. You always get sun. Yeah. Like, you're thinking of a different... They were like, no, 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 I'm mean, Not dark. that kind of dark, And I'm yeah. thinking, like, I, yeah. I mean, I was so you were, you, stupid. You, yeah, yeah, you you were not getting right. what they, the hint that they were... Yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe they're talking about, like, Greystones. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, dark. And I was yeah, like, housing yeah. stock, that's what they were right. talking about. And I was like, oh, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, that's, that's not how so I that, think. So that pushed you out of there, like that made you not want yeah, to Yeah, and the schools, yeah. they didn't, uh, they wouldn't teach, uh, the, my daughter's science teacher didn't believe in evolution or the scientific right. method. And Well, and I mean, because the earth was created in seven days. That's right. You know? <laughs> and he, yeah, and he's a pastor, and why is he the only science teacher? I mean, it says so right in the Bible, right. so like, you know. Same thing, uh, history, you know. Yeah. I had people just flat out say, oh, no, no, no. Slaves were treated really well. You think about it. You wouldn't, slaves were expensive and you wouldn't treat your, your, uh, your tractor like that. And I was just. That's what, hey, and everything old is new again. That's what Ron DeSantis says exactly. That's what. Really? That's That's his thing? Oh, yeah. That is so insulting. He's getting rewriting all the fucking books. Oh, yeah. So, so, so that white people aren't upset about like being questioned about slave owners or whatever else. Yeah, and slaves are treated really well. It's all it's just all fundamentally shit is back. you don't yeah. know what a slave is. Like, yeah, yeah. You you are owned by another person. Yeah, yeah. You, your yeah. your children are owned by somebody. They can do whatever yeah. they want. They, I mean, it's just horrible to think that. So and how make those how old were your daughters then when you decided to move to Illinois? We moved back to Illinois about uh, uh, five years ago, six years ago, something. And we moved to Central Illinois because um, I wanted to. Uh, I'd never really lived anywhere else except for yeah. Illinois and yeah. Arkansas. And I'd gone to college down there, and I remember, you know, this school seemed to be really good in this college town. Where, is it near Champaign or, it's not, a, or it's normal a, or something? It's like, in Charleston, so it's about 45 miles south of Champaign. Okay. And it's a little college town where yeah. eastern Illinois is. Okay. But, you know, I hadn't been there in 20 years. Yeah. So little did I realize, like... And you I, went and to Champaign or you went there? You I went, went there. So You went there to east, eastern. Yeah. Okay. And so... Uh, and, you know, you, when you live in Chicago, yeah. you don't live in Illinois. You live in Chicago. Oh, yeah. So I had no clue about what no, was Illinois, going on Illinois in Illinois. No, Illinois is Chicago, and the rest is, like, Kentucky, basically. Right. <laughs> right. Most of Illinois well, is Or Kentucky. the politics. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that's know. what... I mean, it, the, the same way that your neighbors in Arkansas met dark. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Absolutely. Not in the not not in the uh, literal yeah. way. Yeah. The lady who's a congresswoman yeah. is this lady named Mary Miller, Congresswoman Mary Miller. Yeah. She quotes Hitler. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the person and I was down there and when she quoted Hitler, I was like, Yeah, well, yeah. it's like we gotta get a new congresswoman. Well, he, he had you know. some really good ideas. Yeah. That, that yeah, Adolf. <laughs> she said, Well, they probably misquoted. I'm like, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, he was about? misunderstood. Like, <laughs> Like, how many people do you know quote Hitler? Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's you lose the job of being the congressperson. I'm not right. saying she goes to jail. I'm not saying, but you know, many, uh, many, many Americans job. before they reluctantly were dragged into World War II were quite happy with Hitler. Yes. You know, like yeah. that business deals. They they were they were on board. Yeah, you know Henry Ford and all that that crowd, the yeah. business crowd. They were they were totally into it. Yeah, the <laughs> German American Bund and all yeah, those yeah. people. Yeah, I mean they, <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, it's just there should be some. But yeah, old so is new again. Yeah, <laughs> it's it was like that. There's some wacky stuff that goes down there. Just yeah, but I had no clue about Illinois. So they were yeah. when we moved there, they were talking about closing the university because Illinois was broke. But I didn't yeah. know anything about Illinois. Yeah. I'm from Chicago. Yeah, you didn't know that Illinois was 
<laughs> really, really? You weren't really moving to much, much different from Arkansas. Probably. No. Yeah. You know, <laughs> south of I-80, man. It's just so, and south. there was a books, you, did you open the bookstore? So, or did the bookstore uh, exist already down So there, there was a, uh, so we were there. And we had a we have a six acres and it's nice. We were gonna continue farming, move the greenhouse stuff and everything. Oh, okay. And um, while I was there, <clears throat> there was a there's a bookstore in the neighbor in the, yeah. in the t- little town. Two bookstores actually. Yeah. And you know that's where I hung out. So I'm looking yeah. for real estate. I'm that's where I'd go look at the bookstores. And then they found out that we had uh, owned a bookstore and these people kept trying to sell us the bookstores. And we're like, mm-hmm. no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. And uh, <laughs> so then it was like, well, how about, you know, I just work here. Yeah. And uh, but they kept and said, oh, no, no. And so uh, my wife and I talked about it. We're like, all right, well, maybe we can have this little bookstore. Yeah. And we could supplement, you know, the farm. And, and that, uh, so, um, you know, we, had, we decided we were going to buy these things. And we, you know, we talked to both of these bookstores. They were, everything was fine. And we go over. I mean, gone out to eat and everything, drawn up the papers. And, yeah. And then the, the one guy says, yeah, uh, I'm going to need $20,000 extra. <laughs> like, what? I was like, uh, How do you come man? up with that figure? Yeah, well, he owed $20,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was oh, like, so, yeah. ah, no, man, I can't do it. And by this time, like, we started gathering up books. Yeah. We had, uh, you know, and I was like, this just, you know, can't be. And I had done all the inventory at his place. I oh, done yeah. all this, all this stuff, straightened stuff out. I mean, my wife and I counted every single book in the place. Yeah. He said that he didn't actually know, and which yeah. I thought was odd because you have to have you have to do inventory every year yeah. if you have a store. But he yeah. didn't somehow didn't have to those rules didn't apply. And so and then the same thing with the other bookstore. There was this lady who uh-huh. wanted to get out of it, but her she had a, her neighbor working with her, and her neighbor yeah. didn't. And at the last minute, both of them decided that they didn't want to sell the bookstore. Uh-huh. So there we were. Having yeah. and I had already rented out a space and everything. Oh, okay. so oh, they were going to move it to a different place. Yeah, because yeah. none of them had leases. Oh, okay. And uh, so, or the, none of them owned their name. They didn't nothing. Uh-huh. It was uh, basically you were getting all these old books. Yeah. Which, but whatever. So, uh, yeah. so uh, there we were. Then we had a bookstore in a tiny little college town mm-hmm. that had three bookstores. Oh wow! Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, so we started. Doing pretty well, yeah. And um, you know, it, it, we were working it. And I tried to get these people like, look, man, this is a unique thing. Yeah. Like this town on the little square has three bookstores. Yeah. Like, we should. We got to promote this. Yeah. I mean, we can. This is a. You know, this is a big. But they couldn't handle it. They just could not handle the idea of. I mean, what the one guy said. I don't want a bunch of people coming in here. Which. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we've talked before about the uh, different kinds of bookstore owners there's the kind of bookstore owner who just wants to sit and read among his books and is resentful of anybody that disturbs their quiet time it's that kind of yeah (laughs) or there are people that like it's kind of a front for a place because they want to sell tchotchkes and you know antiques and stuff and they just kind of inherited the bookstore somehow yeah and that was what the i mean they were both just just really bizarre places and so then naturally yeah it gets to the point where uh, they have decided that I had showed up to put them out of business. Oh. And I was just like, there's nothing, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. and I will say this, I will, I will admit this, My, I named the bookstore after my father. Mm. Bob, it was Bob's. It's Bob's. It was, it was yeah. Bob's bookstore. Yeah. My father's always, you know, he's just, uh, he's, you know, it's just always 
super supportive and helped yeah. taught me how to book, do the bookcases. And, right. You know, and he would come down when we were in, uh, yeah. he would always come to the bookstore. Yeah. And he would just show up, he'd take some books. Yeah. And, uh, and then while, when I wasn't around, he would come in the bookstore. Yeah. And he'd take some books. So I'd get these phone calls when I had myopic, yeah. and it would be like, uh, yeah, there's some guy here that says he can take whatever book he damn well pleases. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, you're kind of shorter than me, bald head, looks vaguely like me. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but I, then I had uncles who could do the same thing. It was, you know, if you have a family. That's fantastic. And, uh, so I just, I was like, this time, I'm just calling it Bob's, and he can come in and he can be. But the guy who owned the bookstore uh, that was there, his name was Bob. Mm. So he decided that I named it Bob to try to get customers who, nobody knew his name was Bob. Oh, geez. And so it was just this, uh, it was just went, on and on. So At one like, point, what do they uh, call it? Peyton Place or yeah. like this, like gossip or like these manufactured yeah. dramas, you know, because yeah. they're bored. And it did, didn't <laughs> exist, you know, it yeah, just yeah. didn't exist. Yeah. And you know, and I was friendly. I'm you know, trying to be friendly. I was friendly yeah. with everybody. He did book repair. I'd take books over there. Yeah. I mean, I'd send people over there. Yeah. I'd call both bookstores if yeah. somebody's looking for a book. You know, I mean, it was like, yeah. like you were normal. And then, uh, and then, uh, uh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then uh, so then we moved and expanded and got bigger and bigger. Yeah. And so it was still this, this uh, yeah, it was, but it was a college town. Mm -hmm. And the college town wasn't really a college town. It was more like a college was in this town. And yeah. so the college didn't like want the kids going anywhere. So oh. they didn't want the kids going anywhere off campus. Really? It was, oh, it was just How come? This, like, what was their... They just, it was just this thing that they never liked the college when they were talking about closing that school people in the town were in favor of it oh wow and it's the only that's weird it's the only thing that generates any revenue huh and uh but they just all i have no idea i have no idea was that a state school or is yeah, it, it's it eastern, is, yeah. eastern illinois okay and it's all they've always when i went to college there the what was, what was their concentration like agricultural stuff or like what, you know what? it used to be the it used to be the teachers college oh okay and so then it went from that to uh, it was the cheapest state school in Illinois so huh. you had uh, all the people that would go there the majority of them would yeah. be like first generation college students yeah so like me all these yeah. people from uh, uh, suburbs mm. people from uh, rural areas but they were generally the first generation because it was cheap enough to live there yeah and uh and that's who would be there, so it wasn't. It wasn't U of I. Yeah, but it was a you know they were like you know. Well, U of I is huge. U of I is huge. A gigantic yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was like you know kind of knew everybody, but they uh, they schooled the the town itself turned so against the students that at one point in the late nineties they stopped having uh, the kids be off campus and go to any bars. Uh, or if you're if you're a, yeah. if you're in uh, U of I, yeah. you know you can uh, you get, they let you in a bar with a sure. and yeah. they used to do the same thing. But then they started arresting the kids and arresting the kids, and people stopped going to school there, and it was just and they, but they were it was just nonsense. So the yeah. so in this town, this yeah. college town, the kids leave to drive forty five miles north to Champaign to spend oh, all yeah, the money. Party, yeah. And then eventually the now there's. Four thousand people living on campus, and where it used to be, like ten thousand. Wow! The yeah. dorms are closed, buildings are closed, and and it's yeah. more getting to be like a commuter school. Yeah, and which is a shame. It was a it was a school. It was a yeah. even so. And then we went there, yeah. uh, we assuming that, oh, that the professors have their kids in the local schools. Well, the yeah. professors didn't even live there anymore. Now they're commuting from, you know, U of I. They're yeah. So then the schools were we had the same 
problem. Yeah. <laughs> you went to the same kind of schools as Arkansas? Yeah. It was the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, Confederate flags, and you're like, this is nonsense. The world is, is flat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, but I had people, oh, when the COVID came, and people on the Board of Education and, and where we were living said, oh, I, that's never going to cross the county line. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, they, they wouldn't uh, close the school. The, 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 uh, the, the state's attorney wouldn't uh, uh, um, wouldn't uh, prosecute anybody that had violated COVID rules. So yeah. the bars were open. The people were dying. Yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So we moved here. Yeah. And statistically, we were safer here in a county of five million people. That's bonkers. Than a county of fifty thousand. Yeah. It was ins- that's insane. That's insane. But it's because they. People yeah, don't believe it. Yeah, know? we're we're following the rules pretty close here. I mean, yeah, there was exceptions for sure. It's about, well in this neighborhood, all these like old school racist bars were like you know they yeah. they, they browned up the the windows and stayed open. You know, mm-hmm. they did all, all kinds of. I had people coming in run a speakeasy. You know, what we did is we uh, we did the same thing that the library did. Whatever the library did, we did. Yeah, and. So you got to clean the books, or you how you know however it was. Yeah. And so as soon as they, uh, you know, if the library said to wear a mask, I had to wear a mask. Yeah. It's the same concept. Man, we had people coming in and screaming at us. Yeah. People coming down, and they'd pull down their mask, and we gave away masks. Yeah. People would, uh, you know, they came in the store, look at me straight in the face, and pull down their mask and breathe on the books. <sighs> like yeah. what? What maniacs do? People would stand outside. Bang on the window, give me the finger. Yeah. And, you know, it's like... And there were other bookstores there. You could go to some other place. Yeah, The yeah, other yeah, bookstore. Yeah. You know, he's like... you do whatever. Oh, yeah, you come on in. And, right. you know... And so, it was just... it was. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. So, we moved here. Yeah. And I didn't have a single person ever come in and yell at me about wearing a mask. Yeah. I had people come up to the store to the door and they'd see the sign yeah, and then and they'd turn yeah, around. Yeah. But nobody came in yelling at me or pounding on the windows or yeah. you know. It was ridiculous. And so yeah, who who would have guessed that you're safer in the giant city than in that there's there's nothing that's an intentional thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're I mean, we're in a we're in a bubble here as you know, like you follow the news yeah. over the last few years you realize yeah. <laughs> we're we're in an isolated bubble of you yeah. know what we think is sanity but like all these other people think is like insane whatever demonic child abducting possession. You know, yeah. Like all the shit that they believe is just fucking dungeons and dragons, it's fantasy. And it's and cuckoo you, for cocoa puffs. Yeah. yeah. And you think that like, oh they're a bunch, bunch of crazy people. But you know, it's it's like this organized thing. Yeah. So while we were down there, did you need water or anything? Uh, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll take the water. I think I got rubbed uh, suntan lotion or something in my eye. It's like getting irritated, but... Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's people fanning the flames all the time. Yeah, there unfortunately. was... Unfortunately. Uh, we, I... Walk into this gas station, and this we lived in this town right outside of the college town. There was nothing there except for the gas station, yeah. You know, and central east central Illinois and part of Indiana that is the least populated area in the United States east of the Mississippi. Like, there's really? nobody living there, huh? Crazy, 
you know, it's no one. No one lives there. All those places are abandoned, and mm. it's a crazy thing to be just driving around. It's cornfields, you yeah. know. It's got corporate giant machines. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there were I there were these guys, well dressed guys, who were handing out this newspaper at this gas station. And the uh. newspaper was the uh, Edgar County Watchdog. Oh, it was no. the watchdog, and they were the watchdogs. And I'm, I'm like looking. I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, we're always trying to root out corruption. I was like, oh, that's cool. And it was like yeah, brown shirts, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they, I was like, you know, I noticed that there's the only Daily corruption. Stirmer. Yeah. Yeah, for Democrats. Mm. And what they would do mm-hmm. is they would go and they would try to find some small thing that would be wrong with um, the Brockton. Water department, uh-huh. and there's like it serves like 200 people, but they would see that the that some contract wasn't filled out right, yeah. and they would sue them. Oh, nice! And they would sue them for like ten thousand dollars, and then the to town would turn around, business, yeah, would settle for like five thousand yeah. dollars. The shakedown scheme, yeah. yeah. And then, but then I couldn't figure out what they did with this yeah. money. But what they were doing with the money is they would turn around, and then they would back people to be on like the county board, the school board, mm-hmm. to. And, like, a tremendous amount of money. Yeah. The two people, when Mary Miller was yeah. ran, she raised the same amount of money at, from the county yeah. that, um, or from her district, that her opponent did. But she got all this money, millions of dollars, from outside. Yeah. The, the heritage or the whatever it is, mm-hmm. the prayer groups or all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And th- that's what they would do. So that's why you go there and... You know, they decided they're going to our the kid the my the school my kids went to got rid of the art teacher for two years to save money, mm. and decided that they were going to have uh, the people from the community come in and teach church. This nice. is like a, a kindergarten through high school. They, right. didn't have a high, they didn't have an art teacher. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> you know, some kids only go to school for the art teacher. Yep. <laughs> and you know, so you get away with that stuff when the county board is stacked with maniacs Mm -hmm. and they get the money to do this you drive around and we lived in out in the country so you drive around there's always like these little signs you know you know help wanted blah 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 ten dollars an hour Mm. blah 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 and they're and they're completely fake yeah they're they're not not for anything but somebody spent the money to put them up so it looks like oh people don't we could cut welfare because obviously somebody could get a job yeah i've seen signs yeah you know and just you know, same thing. People down there telling you, "Oh, there's people, there's people that uh, they're letting the kids go to the bathroom in cat boxes." And you're like, yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? They have no proof, no nothing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they fixated on certain really bizarre things, those arcane things, like like this this whole like child abduction, the child mm-hmm. like this is this QAnon stuff. Yeah. Like they they really get fixated on, on certain things that I think it somehow captured people's imagination preys on some sort of, you know, really uh, basic human yeah. fear, like that your children are going to be like, you know, taken in by a cult of like pedophiles, right? Uh, which, well, like it started with that that PizzaGate thing with, in the the, the pizza right. place in Washington, uh, about like that had like dungeons in the basement. Yeah, the place yeah. doesn't have a basement. Yeah. Like that's that's the that's how logic breaks down that right. quickly, you know. And they they'll Somebody say things it. like. Uh, well, I don't. I don't need somebody telling me the truth. I know the truth. Yeah, yeah. I did like, my own really, research. Yeah, I did my own research. Yeah. Or I told this guy told me I was at the gas station and this guy told me, you know, like you know. Yeah, they say like yeah, look, yeah, look on the internet. <laughs> right. And there's no um, 
there's no newspapers down there. Yeah. There's no there's no forum where anything can get discussed. We uh, I the the high school in this college town would have uh, a church take it over on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And um, the church yeah. had a church, had a building down the street. Yeah. But they, and so they were recruiting kids. So all yeah. throughout the, the week, they would have like signs up and all this kind of yeah. stuff to get these kids. And this was like some wacky church. They would tell kids, if your parents are divorced, you're going to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had sex before, all this wild, crazy stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, I was like, well, this is ridiculous. And so I said a couple things. Yeah. I think I posted a couple things on the internet. Sure. Next thing I know, I got these people trying to boycott the store. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, really? So there we there we were. And and uh, the people at the Habitat for Humanity decided that, because they were run, it was run by these religious people, that we were wrong and they were going to try to put us out of business by... Really? Habitat for Habitat Humanity? for Humanity. They're, like they're like do-gooders. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, no one. Yeah. No one's ever been tried to put out of business by Habitat for Humanity but these maniacs wow. they were like oh yeah so she you know they decided we're going to try to put him out of business we can get books and they put up signs books wanted because they were so oh they were, they were going to open their own bookstore oh, they, and, yeah. like, they were going to do yeah. this and put me because I objected so was that like the last straw and, no it was know, funny I, I thought it was I thought it was hysterical because I would yeah. go into Habitat for Humanity and buy books from them yeah but uh but and I and was always nice. I didn't really. Yeah. You know, people can think whatever they want. But yeah, it was just it was ridiculous. Like yeah. what, I've never. I was like the Habitat for Humanity here is trying to put us out of business. That's like, you know, that's insane. That's, that's crazy. Like the, that's they crazy. recruit. That's like a nonprofit for building right. houses for people that don't have houses. Yeah. Like, well, the one down there. One of my brothers did that for a while. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's a great. Or I have a friend that like runs one in yeah in Arkansas. And, and yeah. yeah, but but these people like they didn't they didn't believe in the COVID. They were uh, making all the people that work there work, and yeah. you, and right. so people were quitting. And yeah, just the Habitat for Humanity. I mean, what's what nicer organization is there? Yeah, before you think. Gonna, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so eventually, you know, we uh, our our kids we wanted them to have an education, and you only got to educate them once. And it's so, true. We were, uh, you know, it was just, we were just having this real hard time. And what happened was, is I'm friends, I've been friends with uh, Ed, Ed Marzuski, mm -hmm. who owns Maria's and Brushburg from Lumpen. And we've, yeah. I've known him since we were The mayor of teenagers. Bridgeport. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, just always, and in, in, uh, he said, well, why don't you move back to Chicago? I was like, yeah. there's no way yeah. uh, that's never going to work. And he's like, oh, man, you ought to come to Bridgeport. And I'm like, there's no way a bookstore survives on the south side. Yeah. Everybody knows yeah. that. Yeah. All this kind of, he's like, oh, no, no. And so I, I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to come, yeah. I'll come up there. And so we came up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bridgeport's not Bridgeport from 1983. I mean, it's not No, the it's not thing. the same. I, I would never live in this neighborhood, of, even of the 90s. Yeah. I wouldn't live in Bridgeport of the 90s. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's nice. And, you know, we come here, and we had a little uh, GoFundMe. Yeah. And people were, like, and it was mostly people from the neighborhood really yeah. wanted this oh, bookstore. Really? That's yeah, cool. and it was, like, That's a lot cool. of, a lot yeah. of, so it afforded us to be able to move the store up here. And it took like a, that's a lot of. We had five twenty-six foot long trucks. I remember those trucks coming in. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. when I got in touch with you. Wrote the thing for the reader, like when you were like just getting open. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was crazy, and uh, just moving everything it was just a, it was crazy, and uh, yeah, we uh, got this place, and it's been 
great, you know. And yeah. It's just uh, nobody's boycotted us. <laughs> nobody. <Yet>. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's yelling and screaming. Yeah, we haven't. I, I you know, it's been. Uh, you know, you're gone for eleven years. Yeah. Out of a business, and the business changes. Yeah. And I'm sure. friends with uh, the lady I sold the bookstore to. Sold it. Yeah. To uh, Jr. Matt and they. Yeah. They, uh, and I've very they, recently. They, they yeah. yeah, it was like the right when we were moving. Yeah. Is when they did it, and so, and you know, they're uh, great guys. They wonderful. are. Yeah. I mean, they just can't say enough. And the perfect guys to own that. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I talk to them all the time, and. And uh, but it's different. The world of books has changed. You know, it's different. Yeah, it's not the same thing. And to get, you know, back into it was, uh, you know, and also the, it's a different. Clearly, you have a different store than you did two hundred miles south in this little college town, which we yeah. sold stuff like Amish fiction and westerns to yeah. people because that's what they wanted. Yeah, and people don't ask for that up in the city. And not a big demand different. for Amish mysteries and yeah. <laughs> Amish. I didn't even know that's that a very exists. particular like kink or fetish or genre yeah. or whatever that yeah there's all apparently there's all this like or like there's a, I think it's like Mormon Mormon porn like porn like for like <laughs> the people dressing that love their weird secret underwear like it's like Kebediah, that. I'm taking off all this underwear yeah 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 <laughs> it's like that Amish fiction yeah. well Amish fiction like people is... have like a, have an image in their mind right. that they need to fulfill that's what gets them off <laughs> I asked one time usually what Amish fiction was like westerns so it's like this you know, the guy would come in he'd get like seven westerns and she'd get like seven yeah and uh and so I, you know, and just because you don't know about it, it doesn't mean it's not good. So I would, I asked, I was like, so what's, of all these ones, what should be the one that I should, I should read? You think the really, yeah, yeah. And I go, oh. And it was, uh, I think it was called Shunned or something. And, and, uh, <laughs> and it was just horrible. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and so, and you know, these little, so I, I asked this lady one time. Are they like romance novels, basically? They're just, kind uh, of, uh... yeah, it's basically like, is Sarah going to marry. Josephus, yeah, 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 you know, or David, <laughs> yeah, and it's the that, whole that's, thing. That's the big, mel- you that's know, the big conflict. Yeah, yeah, or does she, she, does she want to leave or whatever? But it's like, <laughs> but it always ends up the same thing. They got, they find God. They, it, they live happily ever after. Yeah, and everything every, works yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but I asked a lady one time. I was like, so what? <laughs> why? What does he find so wonderful about these books? And she was like, well, there's uh there's no swearing, and there's no violence. Mm-hmm. And there's no sex, right? And I was so what, like, "What's left? Well, well you can just <laughs> That's stay like at home. All of life, yeah. Can't you stay at home with like Mr. Western, your husband? I mean, what you like? What is? But that's uh, what's. But you know, Central Illinois has all those Amish yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. And so they look at those people and they must they think in their head. Oh, they imagine, yeah, yeah and fantasize about them. Yeah. That's the big bummer I found out about like those uh, Twilight books. You know about the magical Mormon vampire. Yeah, but they took all this, the sex and all this, all the shit out of it. All they do is like sh- sparkle or yeah. shine or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like you took all the best thing about a vampire right. and you got rid of it. Like, what yeah. the fuck is the fun in that? My my <laughs> oldest daughter, she was decided she was going to read those. And I was like, I'm going to read this before because yeah. I just, I didn't know if it was going to be interview of a vampire. You're going to have some, yeah, yeah. you know. It's like, oh, well, let me read. And I uh, I got like three quarters of the way through it, and it was just horrible yeah yeah just, they just stared at each other yeah you would just look over and you but it was perfect for like a junior high freshman kind of 
you know, oh, we st- I saw him looking at me. He, he was looking at me. Yeah, like, but it, this, nothing, it's this weird, like, like, anti-sex indoctrination, though, right. like, in those books, you know? Until the time that the woman has to give up her life and herself yeah, yeah, yeah. to be... And I was just well, like, yeah, this yeah. is there's not def- healthy. There's definitely... Uh, to uh, an old man. A, an ideology, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That guy's in his 90s. It doesn't matter whether he's still in high school. Yeah, yeah. That guy's in... What's well, he yeah, going to do with this? That's Mormonism. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. And, and and you're you know like yeah if, if yeah when nobody's listening you have five sister wives too right. like you know that shit yeah. never went away <laughs> yeah just horrible those are coming back now like yeah. now people are uh, yeah. at, we can't keep those in stock Twilight used to be, yeah oh really I wonder why they wondered why why they're big you know again. I, sometimes it's uh, people who read them you know mm-hmm. ten years ago want to read them again yeah and sometimes it's just like you know i've heard about these and yeah and they uh and sometimes it's you know a lot of it is there's a certain lifetime for a book you know, there's yeah. only so many times you can read a paperback sure yeah and so they just they're not out there and i mean i don't think she's i don't think she's writing anymore but i think she moved on to something else that writer i don't know that she's still doing twilight yeah but people want to yeah so yeah nowadays now they just yeah. recently probably in the past you know, year, six yeah. months. Yeah, people. And I used to have so many of them, I wouldn't even take them anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, they printed 10 billion of them because right. they were so popular. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Actually, the guy that just came in, uh, he, that's what he sold. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how did you come up with, uh, why did this become tangible books? Do you re- Was that, were you also in the in the office getting it registered and you somebody know, suggested it to you, like my office? Pretty much. <laughs> I couldn't, you know, I'm like, they're both names. they're both really good names. That's a good name. And so yeah, it good. was my uh, my wife and daughters and I. We were driving and I was talking about it and and uh, you know I was like I just can't think of any name and and so I said but we need a name you know like that says that it's like a real bookstore that's yeah. an actual bookstore yeah. that's like you know you and touch. I think it was my wife was like yeah it's like you know tangible like like tangible books and I was yeah. like exactly and she said yeah. that's a great name i was like wow so yeah there's never any i wish i had cool stories about how things were named no no i'm really not good at it (laughs) it's it's a good name i i I liked it instantly it couldn't be joe's bookstore yeah yeah. everything in chicago because now we're back in chicago everything's joe's yeah and so you know and you just wanted to you know and also i always think it's nice to have a name that's just a name so myopic is just myopic yeah. So it doesn't have to be so myopic say, books. Yeah, you could just, just say myopic. tangible. Yeah. Right, tangible, and, and so yeah, it worked. It worked out, and we couldn't be Bob's because yeah. we didn't own the name. Yeah. Because somebody had the name, but I thought, oh, in this little town, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a business license and you pay all your taxes, but you they can force you to change your name. Well, yeah. Owns here, here they might think start thinking it's the guy that owns the pizza. Right, he has the books exactly because <laughs> Bob's uh, Bob has a pizza. Right, <laughs> maybe he has a bookstore too. Right, yeah, it was He's diversifying. It was, uh, yeah, with with myopic, there we had myopic, and I own the name. It was a yeah. big thing. I, yeah. I had to get the name. Yeah, so I own the name, and there was a girl that used to come in the store when we were on Damon Evergreen, mm-hmm. and uh, a woman, and she uh, moved to Maryland, uh-huh. and uh, opened a bookstore. Yeah. And decided to call it Myopic Books. Really? And, um... Weird. Somebody came in the stores, oh, you know, there's another one of these in yeah. uh, Providence. Ro- Rhode Island, that's where it was. Yeah, Rhode yeah, Island. Okay. Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, wow. And, well, when the time came where yeah. I knew I was going to sell it, yeah. 
you have it's got you have to have the name. It's got to be free and clear. Yeah. And so you know, I sent you know, a little letter to the per- or I called them up and I was like, hey, you know, we own the name. And she's like, I don't see how she arguing with me. And yeah. So I ended up having to get a lawyer and then yeah, lawyer. And it ended up that uh, uh, yeah, she had to we had to sue her. And it was like, and even in the interview, and she got she was, rid of the. She, she had to change the name. She and, changed it. Yeah. yeah, and even in the when she was talking, you'd see uh, little interviews in the papers there. You'd see, and it was like she mentioned that there was a bookstore in Chicago that was called. Yeah, that. yeah. She really liked it, and the it was just yeah, it was nonsense that you had to. I feel, you know, I a person I didn't really care. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not like it's a giant corporation, but when the time came to sell it, you have to. Yeah, it's know, not like she. Were, you know, named her restaurant McDonald's. Right, right. <laughs> and I, you know, oh yeah, she's just real nasty. She was all upset. And I was like, yeah. you know, legally, I can sue you for making, have all the profits that yeah. you've had right. with my name, but I don't really care because I want to just have a farm and I just, you know, but yeah, I guess it was a big, and I, I, I think, uh, and she had two of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she was making like a cha- it was like a chain, chain yeah. franchise. And yeah. so, yeah, and I, you know, I know she changed the name. There's still she was really clever. She'd name every new store after a different uh, visual condition. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Fungus bookstores. Yeah, or like know? yeah, whatever. Glaucoma bookstore. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's, what's the opposite of myopic? What's the name for the when, when you're farsighted? It, what's it's hyperbolic? Oh, farsighted is hyperbolic. hyperbolic. Nearsighted is myopic. Right, hyperbolic. Right. right. That's yeah. why you wanted to have a hyperbolic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I yeah. was like, I want to have something yeah, yeah. cool, and you know, but I'm just, you let somebody else. Yeah, somehow myopic rolls off the tongue better than hyperbolic as a... Right. Yeah, who right. knows why, but like for some reason it works better. Right, and that's how I look at it, and you can just... Hyperbole I like, but hyperbolic, there's something wrong with yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know why. It's something about the sound of it's off. Yeah. Right, and it doesn't sound like anything that has to do with sight. It sounds like it, you're it just sounds like a disease. Or, 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 yeah. Right. So, yeah, and it was a... <laughs> but, yeah, it was a... It was a but it was a, it was a fun... I really enjoyed it. It's a wonderful place. I'm a, I send people there constantly. Yeah. If we don't have it here, I'm like, hey, i got to try it. I know the phone number, so... Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Give them to them. And, <laughs> but, and, you know... And when we fir- when I first opened the place yeah. here, here, the lady who owned yeah. it, yeah. owned Myopic before she sold it, yeah. she was just livid. She just thought I was coming back. Really? Her out. Oh, man, she sent us legal stuff. And crazy, you know, it yeah, was. I never got to know her, uh, Rita. Rita, yeah. Rita, yeah. I, I mean, I, I said hello to her in passing. She knew who I was because, you know, they've they've had my books like you have my books like mm-hmm. for years, you know, for yeah. Jesus, for twelve years now. Yeah, I mean, she. Uh, I don't know why. You know, she's really strange. You it's, know, it's miles away. Yeah, like, it it's, was it's a close. totally different neighborhood. Yeah, like, it's not like you open next door. Right, but she said. You know, she you know she felt threatened and which I, I couldn't I couldn't figure that like there's no way in the world I'll ever have a place like that. I mean, yeah, it's a huge. Yeah, it's like an institution. This is this is just a bookstore. I just have a bookstore. Yeah, that's someplace. I, and it's yeah you're you're catching this neighborhood at a well like maybe a, a little bit of a similar time as when you had when you opened or whatever different time but like it's. It's changing, you know. It's in this t- like whatever transitional point, right. this neighborhood. Whereas that, 
Wicker Park is on the opposite end of that cycle, like right. towards like towards the like the hangover end of of gentrification. You know, like right. people are kind of sick of it now. You know, like it's just oversaturated. Yeah. You well, know? somebody <laughs> said. Uh, um, uh, now they say, oh, I hope my epic stays there forever because you know that's one of the the oldest stores there, and it's one of the oldest stores there, and it is so hard for me to believe because there used to be so many places that have been there forever. Yeah, but all those places are gone. Crawling yeah. on, you know, and there's, there's to nothing. think that, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's like Rainbow Club, you know, that's right. what's, that's what's there. That's still like right. there's very few places. Right, and that, you don't think of that because you just, I mean, to me, it was, you know, I was always, I don't know, I hope hope I haven't been there in a little bit, but uh, hopefully Lebinsky Furniture is there. I, I hope he's still there because he was there forever. And, well, that that's the store. That's uh, there was just an article in the Reader uh, the. The gallery, they're trying to make it into an arts built to buy it as like an art building. Oh, wow. Because there's been galleries in yeah, there forever. Yeah, there's been galleries. So that the lady that runs Heaven Gallery is trying yeah. to organize some sort of like complicated co-op thing. Wow. And it's and some and she's having like these conflicts with the other tenants and like this it's yeah. all this it, but it's a multi-million dollar project that he's she's trying to wow, launch. That's cool. And there's in, yeah. But uh, he was Mr. Lubitsky was always great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's very little like you know for me to go to that neighborhood. There's there's myopic and there's rainbow, and I like some of the restaurants, but like that those are the only things for yeah. me there. You know, like Reckless anywhere is near there. there. Isn't Reckless still? Yeah, Reckless is still and, there. Uh, they move. I mean, they moved down the street. Yeah, uh, they move uh, south south on uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, they're kind of like across from Walgreens, past Walgreens actually. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. wow! They're in a big space. Yeah, uh, yeah. They moved way down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you know this. You know, yeah. I couldn't believe when she was, but she made us take every single thing off. We couldn't share any article that said the word myopic. Like we had to. Like we. Yeah. She sent us a thing that we could not say. Oh, formerly of myopic what? bookstore. Yeah. Because she felt that we were trying to. Well, now you can. Well, now we so, can because yeah, we're friends yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll, not only do I tell people that, but I send people there constantly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm always mention it because, you know, I mean. That's I'm, so weird. Yeah, I, yeah. I never, I never really knew her, but like that, that feeling threatened that way. Like, like more bookstores is, can only be a good thing. They, they don't. Yeah. A bookstore is not a thing that cancels each other out unless you're borders or so, unless you're just a thing that exactly eats other. things things unless you're like so like two coffee shops is great but unless one is starbucks because starbucks will eat the you know right. like yeah, yeah and <laughs> who, who only goes to one bookstore yeah like that that's crazy it's a used bookstore it's you know that's the, there's a circuit nobody only goes to one and and even if you have a favorite one it doesn't there's it's not like that it's yeah if like all that. you're looking for is a bargain the internet's much better for right like you just go on amazon and right. you'll beat any deal at any bookstore guaranteed yeah. You know, like, because Amazon doesn't make money on books, so, like, they don't care. Right. Uh, yeah. And if you're going to, you know, you if you're, you're going to criticize your old place, that what does that look like to you? And, and the other thing was, is, you know, it was a really great thing, but she kept that thing going. Yeah. Like, it, you know, sure, yeah. somebody could have screwed it up. How many places do you see they, they sell them, and it, it just implodes? So she, yeah, so she had it for, like, a decade. Yeah, right? she had it for yeah. ten years. So yeah. if she hadn't yeah. run it as good as it was, yeah. if JR and all those people... You know, otherwise, if they would have done something bad, it would have had a bad reputation. Mm-hmm. And people would have just looked and said, oh, yeah. you know, oh, that right. guy over there. Blah, blah. But yeah. it, but instead, yeah. you know, I was, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I thought it was sort of flattering. Yeah. That, uh, 
you know, I mean, if that place is 30-some years old, I had it yeah. for 20, I'm like, a third of it's been run by somebody else. I had nothing sure, to do yeah. with it. Like, how they, it's, uh, you know, I call, I call, I will call them, them up periodically and ask them questions. Say, hey, sure. what should I do about this? And what is your opinion about this? And, yeah. Because, I mean, they've <laughs> done it. They're yeah. there. They're, you know. And, uh, and it's fine. We all, I don't know. I've never, uh, you generally bookstore people while they might be a little bit off. They seem to be a little bit. <laughs> I always felt held I was the I was the sanest person I ever met that owned a bookstore. Oh yeah, and uh, there's some wacky people, but it's not yeah. it's not so much people are looking at the at enemies or anything. It's not it's not yeah. like that. You're like uh, you're happy. You're happy when there's yeah. bookstores. You're happy. You don't want somebody to open up right next door to you. Yeah, it's right. not a zero sum game. Right. Yeah. I always encourage people to own a bookstore. Well, like uh, Steve, who owned uh, Quimby's, the original. So he came back to America and opened in Brooklyn. Yeah. But he opened next door to a comics book shop. Mm -hmm. So his deal with them is he doesn't stock comics because that's shitty. You know, like you don't want to step on each other. Because the old Quimby, obviously the original Quimby's is full of comics. Yeah. But he can't do comics. So he does all the other, like the weird alternative books, you know. Yeah. but the deal yeah. him and I had with together was like I didn't do magazines. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because that's him. And yeah. he was, and that was yeah, and so it ended up being a really yeah. kind of nice. You work together. Yeah. You complement each other. It's not, you're not trying to kill the other person. Right. Yeah. And anybody that was going to go to Quimby's was going to look across the street and go to my place, and that you know, of course, and it yeah, was back and forth. And ho- yeah, hopefully there's will be more things on this, on this stretch, more businesses open because we need them around yeah. here. Like it, it's still it's a little sleepy. Yeah, you know. we'll see. I, you know, it's it's another one of those situations where there's things are going to change because they have the the the, the theater uh, the theater down the, the theater will open. Lo- he's uh, Kevin. I saw Kevin last week. He said he's still hoping to open the restaurant by the end of the year. He's hoping to. He's hoping the restaurant opens first before the theater place, just to to kind of lay. Right. Kind of like a soft launch, you know. Yeah. But yeah, he's gonna have the diner, and he's gonna have. There's all this, all these plans, yeah. but like, hopefully that'll yeah lay the groundwork for more. I know. I just rode by, and there's a new Korean place. I I haven't tried it yet. It was it used to be hot pot across the street down that right, way, right. but now it's Korean. Oh wow! They rebranded or like. And mm-hmm. I love Korean food. I I want to try that. But yeah, like, the more all, things. All, all the Chinatown stuff is amazing. Like, that's some great restaurants. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right down the street, they sold the place and they opened a new place. It's mostly. Yeah. Uh, I don't eat. Uh, you know, I don't eat Chinese food, but yeah. people come in, it's like all the Chinese. It's like, this is the most authentic stuff. And they have stuff like frog yeah yeah and bamboo and well yeah it's all, all regional kind of, stuff it's yeah. not it's not like american it's not chop suey yeah. you know like around here yeah and it's a lot of like northern chinese yeah i, I love this yeah i love all these yeah. places uh, you know it. that's great yeah. more varied stuff and they're, they're uh uh they're they're closed on tuesday mm. oh and really? so there's fewer people around on tuesday so yeah. we don't do as well because people are staying around like we close yeah. at seven but people come in here and yeah. meet before they go to the restaurant. They might not buy something because they're yeah. going to a restaurant, but they came in here and they'll come in a different. Yeah, it'll it'll put benefits. it in their head. Yeah, but yeah, I think if you yeah. s- stick around for a few years, I think it'll pick up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I hope just... I hope so. Anyways, I was so happy when you opened here. It's like this is what this neighborhood was missing. It's like for me, like I wrote it in the article. It's like a neighborhood without a bookstore is not like 
it's can look uncivilized. You know, yeah. like you need a bookstore. You need a bookstore. Then it's a then it's a city neighborhood. Right. For me, yeah, have and to I, have a bookstore. And it, I always thought <laughs> that uh, when I see a bookstore in a place, it means to me like there's some stability that goes on. So it might yeah. even be a weird neighborhood. Yeah. But there's some stability. There's some people who are supporting it. Yeah. Because generally people aren't going from miles away to go to a bookstore. Yeah. You do if it's myopic and it's yeah, a, you know it's, it's a special destination. Been yeah. there for long, but you know people come in here and like, oh, I was driving by and I saw it. Yeah. Oh, I walk by here all the time. I come yeah. in. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's it's uh it's it it you it, you realize that there's this, you know, uh, there's a stability that people think. Yeah. You know, and it just. You know, there's a certain atmosphere that I think. Yeah, it's civil. It's, it's, it's civilization. Nice. Like very it's good. a, it's a. Yeah. It's a clue that like that this is like a place where like right. evolved people are like not. Like, yeah. Not or. Like the, whatever or barbarians. Can, <laughs> yeah, we can support it. There's, yeah. there's, you know, and we, uh, you know, this place is we are supported by this neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, a, a you know. It's just, uh, you know, it's just really touching, and but also I'm conscious of it. I'm conscious yeah. that, you know, that, you know, so yeah, you get a neighborhood discount, you see people again, and those those people are gonna, those are the kind of people who bring people in. Those For are sure, the kind yeah. of oh, I got these friends, I wanted to show them. Yeah. Where you know if somebody's driving from, you know, up north and yeah. Ravenswood. You know, they're probably not going to necessarily come down here. Yeah. But this is, it's one of the stops. And, you know, it's just, it's, and also the best thing about it is, is then the people from the neighborhood, from the surrounding area, yeah. bring books in. Yeah. Because I don't go out looking for books. Right. Book, bring books in. And then I know what people read. Yeah. So when I started here, I had two shelves of architecture. Yeah. And now I've got a whole bookcase full of architecture. Mm-hmm. And people buy architecture. Yeah. I would have never guessed I could have never known that that's what I should have is architecture books. I wonder if but it's because in. of IIT or yeah, because of schools. And yeah, yeah, there's yeah. schools down here that are focused on architecture. Yeah. Real uh really good political science. Yeah. Like people could bring in really good stuff. Yeah. We have really good a black study section. Yeah. And it sure. moves too. It's constantly that's going. cool. Yeah. You know, there's uh um you know you're always gonna if you if you're in a major city you're gonna have contemporary fiction. If you're in a real city, yeah. So fiction, you're so we have more, you know, contemporary fiction, yeah. but um, you know, it really surprised me that you know the uh, occult books. You know, like really, I did, I would never. I don't for some reason. It's yeah. Catholic. I don't. I don't. You yeah. know, other things you thought that people would buy. I thought people would buy. Um, because we're by the baseball park, like uh, baseball books. Yeah. Or you'd have sports. Yeah. Or you'd have uh, more. Uh, um, uh, suspense, mystery, suspense yeah. stuff. You know, like working class kind yeah. of. That's what I envisioned in my head, and, and that's I was like, not oh, it. Yeah. It's, that's not it. It's interesting. Not it. Yeah. And uh, you know, art books, and yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's really surprising. It's, yeah. You know, but and and then therefore the whole place has changed. So sure. this this place yeah. is reflective of the neighborhood because I don't go out looking for books. Yeah. I just don't. That's and cool. So, and it's very different than up, up myopic, and myopic course, would yeah. change every time it would move. Yeah. So even it just going down like eight blocks, yeah. would it would change, and it would always fascinated me. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, I've been trying to uh, uh, 
JR has been ducking me to do one of these talks for forever. I keep asking me, he keeps ducking me, but like oh. I would definitely ask him these kinds of questions, like how it's changed over the years that he's been yeah. there. You know, it would be interesting to hear. I mean, I know he, they have to buy a bunch of like new books, mm-hmm. you know, because the neighborhood, de- because the right. there's demand, right. you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still primarily used, but like they have a whole section of new books, you know. Right. Because uh, there's these titles that are always being asked for. Yeah, yeah, and you know yeah. what? One of the one of the, the things I discovered, oh, having a, not having a bookstore for a while, yeah. and having a bookstore yeah. is one of the things that people read. Yeah. Young people, yeah. it's uh, like self help and self improvement. Huh. So, I'm you know I'm pretty old, but when I you know when I was in college when I was yeah. young, there was always just some book floating around. There was yeah. always something. Yeah, who knows? You know whether. I mean, it was pretty long time ago. So whether it was you know Tom Robbins or somebody finds this, well, you know, the, yeah, Carlos the art of influencing, like the you know, it was always some yeah. something, and then, but you know, but yeah. it was always like some fiction thing or some yeah. weird, you know. Yeah, we're now, but now if you think about it, yeah. well, now it's different. Now somebody comes out of college, yeah. and you know they got like forty grand in debt. They need yeah. to get a job. Yeah. They need to have. They need to make it so that there is, com- and that's this thing that young people. It's it's young people who look at this. They're they're lucky if they have forty. Grand. They're lucky. They yeah. have like two hundred, three hundred thousand exactly. dollars in debt. Exactly. <laughs> that's what they have. And like, so it's not about that's not unusual. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it's not about getting the job that you love. Yeah. It's all about having to endure life. You yeah. know, in this, you know, having to get through it, not being bothered by, you know, so much stuff. And you know, I, it, that's a big difference. I've seen that as a huge change yeah. and so they're not there's not some wacky you know fiction book or writer mm-hmm. yeah. you know like people would read remember people used to read uh, it's, it's always Bukowski people yeah. wanted sure yeah they wanted you know that, and it was well my epic still has stocks yeah. book, like the Beats and the Bukowski yeah. and all that shit you yeah. know where now people want you know the seven rules of power and all this kind of stuff <laughs> because yeah. you know yeah they they're, and, you know it's more they, they're more desperate yeah, and I, I, the I world. understand. Yeah, you know, and I'm happy that I, I don't, uh, that I, that I was not, that that I'm not in, that I wasn't, uh, didn't have to endure that. Yeah, you know, I mean, we came out with debt, but it's nothing like it is not. And for it's, young people, like, we have a big survival section. Who would have guessed in the city? It's fucking ab- absurd. Yeah, yeah. people yeah, want to know about how to how to live. Without electricity, mm-hmm. not because they think it's a nice romantic thing, but no, because they think it's a possibility. Sure, yeah, and yeah, because know. it's yeah, it's just becoming untenable. Especially right. yeah, if they yeah come out with the, some useless degree and they owe hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. What the fuck are you gonna do? You right. you want to disappear? Yes, you know, exactly. Like, exactly. You you want to do like you you want to become Ted Kaczynski basically? Right. You know, like. Yeah, you, all these people, these smart intellectual people, are trying to figure out a way to get out of it and be removed yeah, off because, the grid. Right, and that's homesteaders, right? <laughs> or whatever. Or, and so yeah. yeah, those are the kind of books that I would go look at uh, over uh, at Booksellers Row. Yeah. Just because it was just this interest I had, it was just this. Yeah, you thought it was because, like this esoterica. It's not right. an actual like life thing right. you're going to need, but yeah. Yeah, the the higher ed thing is, I mean, I think it's such a fucking Ponzi scheme. It's a scam to get people in debt because these kids and their parents, they unthinkingly just, like, they graduate high school and then go on to college without even, like, a pause. Right. And, like, they should really, really fucking think what, why they're doing that because yeah. most kids are not going to, like, they don't care about these academics. They're never going to use them. Like, why? Right. 
Like, and, do you even like reading? Like, what? And what? What fucking life or career are you gonna have built around these books that you you know like you don't care about? You know, right? But it's a waste. You know that you know it's not the same thing. I mean, I knew I went to college in the '80s, so I knew people that went to college to figure out what they wanted to do with their life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No one's spending like 40, 50 grand to figure out what to do with their life. No. Your parents aren't going to go for that. And no. you don't want to do do that. Yeah. And so, you know, they're kind of lost. You know, I just, it's just so wrong. It's yeah. just so wrong. And, uh, it's super, super, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this is one of my main, like, hobby, like, whatever hobby horse, whatever the hell you call it. Like, this is a recurring topic with me. You know, like, I, I it's infuriating. Very, yeah. Because, it's infuriating because all you got to do is read books from, you know, the 40s and 50s and 60s. Yeah. And you realize that those people went to college for free. Oh, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So I went to college. Yeah, yeah. And I understand that, you know, that there was the GI Bill and all that. No, but any any kid comes to... I, I tried to... This, this uh, girl, daughter of a friend, like, I helped her with her college essays to get mm -hmm. in. And I was like, why are you even doing this? Like, like she's an artist, you know, like... Why are you going? And luckily, she got a free. She got a great scholarship and stuff. But like, I still don't know why she's there. Like, you should get a job and do your art, and then like, if you need a special, actual special like degree, you get the fucking job to pay for. It. Like, there are ways to yeah. do that. You know, like if you need qualifications, you know, like yeah. you got to reverse engineer it now, especially with the right. amount of money that they're. You're going to be in the red for the rest of your life. Right. Right. Like. Nobody can pay back, like, unless you, you win Mega Millions or you you strike right. it rich, you're not going to pay off, like, with compounded interest, like, hundreds of thousands. No, you're never going to pay that off. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like, and it's almost like on purpose made for you to fail, you know? Like it is. You, yeah. It is. It's totally, it's totally yeah. a way to, 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 to make sure that the middle class doesn't rise any down, higher yeah. than kid stays it's down. It's horrible. I mean, I don't know how many people, I have, you know, a friend that has two master's degrees, and he's a waiter, because that's the only way he can right. make decent money. Yeah. Another friend that's got a master's degree in, in uh, social work, and she's a uh, she's a um, legal secretary. Mm -hmm. She's just because, but that's absurd. So we we live we, we you know we're like oh I don't understand why you know the uh, we you know we don't have social workers and yeah, yeah. well you don't have social workers because no, they don't pay and right. nobody can afford yeah. to do that. Yeah. So you know who's going to go to college get a master's degree to come out and make thirty thousand dollars a year right. it's not going to happen and you but you talk to people they don't understand that you know in the 60s people's pell grant paid for college most yeah. people didn't pay for college they didn't you know i i yeah. worked my way through college yeah. but i could afford to work my way through college yeah and the generation before that like the gi bill paid for their fucking paid college for, you know yeah. like or whatever like yeah. it wasn't this hyper it didn't grow in, like, these colleges and universities are, are filled with, like, middle managers and people that just raise money. They're not educators anymore. Right. Like, it's, it's, a, fuck, it's a fucking scam. It's yeah. just a scam. Uh, uh, straight I was, up. I was looking yeah. at a book um, <laughs> here, and it was about uh, um, Navy Pier. Mm. And Roosevelt University started they, they, at Navy Pier. So yeah, they had yeah, yeah. so many people. And so people were, like, just, like... Like to to get an education, it was so important for us to educate people. Yeah, that they were doing, they were having them anywhere, and they eventually got their college. But but people could go, like you could go. Yeah, you I know. Could go come out and get it. That's a sad. What happened to Roosevelt is a really sad thing because they they built that giant 
high rise and they're so in debt. They're, they're oh, really? Yeah. Hello. Oh, yes.